Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 114. Welcome to EntrepreneurOnFire.com, where remarkable entrepreneurs share their inspiring story. Let their journey illuminate your path to success. And now, your host, John Dumas. Fire Nation, you asked for it and I created it. My first free ebook, 10 Incredible Insights from 10 Incredible Entrepreneurs, is published, all four pages of it. Simply go to eofire.com and subscribe to my newsletter. You will get immediate access to the top business insights from the likes of Barbara Corcoran, Tim Ferriss, Gary Vaynerchuk, and seven other incredible guests. Prepare to ignite. Okay, let's get started. I am simply exhilarated to introduce my guest today, David Seitman Garland. David, are you prepared to ignite? I am prepared, ready. I've got fireproof clothing on. We're ready to go. <laughs> I'm prepared man. to ignite. <laughs> David is the creator and host of Rise to the Top, the number one badass show, resource, and community for mediapreneurs. The Rise to the Top has been viewed over 6 million times in over 100 countries. He is also best known for helping peeps turn their passion slash expertise into a badass online brand. I've given Fire Nation a little overview, David, but take a minute. Tell us about yourself. We want to get to know you and then tell us a little bit about your business. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I am, uh, first of all, pumped to be here, John. Thanks for having. Th- Thank you. On to your uh, little shindig here. Um, super excited. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. I'm born and raised here. And, you know, there's a few things that I'm really into uh, away from business. Um, you know, number one, uh, I'm like a super family guy. You know what I mean? Like, not like Peter Griffin, but like family guy, <laughs> as in, you know, I've grown up in St. Louis. I love traveling with my wife and friends and stuff like that. But I love being close to family and friends, you know. And, and so um, a lot of what I do and how this relates to business is that I really love um, spending time around other interesting people, you know. And so whether that's uh, through, you know, playing flag football with my friends in this Jewish flag football league I play in called Torah and Turf. Uh, or hockey or, you know, just kind of like I live a very kind of um, simple yet fun life here in St. Louis. And I'm all about kind of freedom and, you know, working where you want and doing cool stuff. And, and that really kind of leads into the rise to the top. And, and, you know, I've been at this since 2008. And really the purpose uh, of the rise to the top is exactly what, what you read in the copy there is helping people take something that they're passionate or excited about or have a lot of knowledge in and turning that into a brand online, especially through media. So something that I've kind of learned over the years as I started this and and grew this and became so passionate about it um, is that, you know, there's a tremendous opportunity to create amazing content and build a following and monetize your expertise online. And there's a lot of fluff out there and there's a lot of BS about it. And there's a lot of kind of like, God, what, what do I want to call it, John? There's a lot of douchesauruses that are out <laughs> we'll there that. that kind of are involved. Where it's kind of like the non-ethical, non-fun, kind of like stupid way of doing it. And I am like taking a stand against that. So what my business is all about is educating and helping people do that. So I, I host a show where people come on and we, I, we do very in-depth, fun interviews with people like this one. Um, I do a DSG TV, 
where it's kind of shorter video blogs where I teach a lesson usually about marketing or monetizing. And then I have some, uh, you know, a lot of products and services to help people along this journey. And actually, the funny thing is, John, um, and you know this, but uh, a lot of people might not, is that as people watch my show since 2008 and watch a lot of the great guests that have come on, um, you know, a lot of people want to do their own show and they want to build their own media platform from a show. So I also have kind of a, a big aspect of my business is teaching other show hosts how to how to you know build their show and build their audience and 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 monetize and stuff like that and that's been an absolute blast as well. It's been a blast and I can tell you that from the sidelines because I have been following you for quite some time now. You are one of the major inspirations for me starting Entrepreneur on Fire because I just saw that there were awesome people doing awesome things in the podcasting world like yourself and it's just so great to see and 2012 has just been a very cool year for you and I really look forward to delving into that because you've done some awesome things just this year. And I just really have been very blessed to be part of some of them. I mean, with Talk to the Top and then with Create Awesome Interviews. And I really look forward to delving into both of those in a little bit. But before we do, let's start off with our success quote, because we love getting the motivational ball rolling here at Entrepreneur on Fire. And man, you have already done that, David, but take us down the path of your favorite success quote and how it applies to your mentality. Okay. So my favorite success quote is... Money follows passion and not the other way around. Love and it. the the author of that quote is myself. Um, <laughs> I think I said it, I came up in the shower. It, it was something that I, I started saying and not only saying, but like living by, uh, you know, four or five years ago. And it's something that I always preach um, because here's the thing. And, and this is why it's important. I'm in the online business space uh, as a you, John, and, you know, and, and by having a media platform, um, and there's too many people that view this space, um, whether you call it internet marketing, information marketing, mediapreneurship, whatever you want to call it, the expert industry, whatever you want to call it. Too many people view it as like a sketchy, scammy, get rich scheme or something like that, you know? And I am totally against that in a hundred percent. A hundred thousand, a hundred thousand percent. Because here's the thing: to really have success and monetize your passion um, or a hobby or expertise or something like that on the internet, guess what, folks? It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work. Like, like it takes a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. Any overnight success that you hear, or like someone that's like works for six minutes a day and then goes to the beach, well, you know what? They've worked their butt off for years to get to that point. Okay, if they want to get to that point. Now, my point is though is the the underlying thing that you have to have to be successful in this specific business space is you have to have a passion for that topic and for helping people. Because if you don't, there's going to be a million ways that you're going to screw it up. Number one, things are going to get tough or tricky. Like I had to spend two weeks this year figuring out credit card processing. Okay? Worst, like, does that sound exciting to you, John? No, that, that sounds horrible. That, it's not. It's an entrepreneur not on fire. Do you know what I mean? It's an entrepreneur that's like dry and you know sad in the corner because no one wants to sit there and go through credit card processing and all the stuff that I had to do for a couple of weeks. It's a long story short, but my point being is though I was so excited about what I was using it for and how I was helping people and making money and doing all these things that we talk about and being excited to work for every day and all these different things where I could power through that. But I can tell you right now, if I didn't love 
and I mean love the topic that I was teaching on and you know what we're doing with the rise to the top and, and, and things like that, it would have been very, very simple to throw in the towel and just say, you know what? Pain in the butt. I'll go do something else. And so the people that chase the money have the least success in this. The people that chase the excitement and, and, and coming from that genuine good place, those are the ones that are successful. That's so true. And I can apply everything what you're saying just to my time with Entrepreneur on Fire. I mean, I officially didn't launch this podcast until September and it just came out of the gate strong. And, you know, I've been very transparent with my business and it's out there on iTunes. I mean, I'm getting over 100,000 unique downloads a month and a lot of great things are happening. I'm getting a lot of great responses from really cool people. And I get these emails from people saying, John, like, I want to launch a podcast. And it's just great that I can immediately be expecting that kind of success. And I'm just like, whoa, whoa, like, seriously, guys, like, I started building this platform six months ago. I mean, it was blood, sweat, and tears for five months before I even launched. I mean, the hours and the weeks and the days right. that I put into Entrepreneur Fire before I was ready to show it to the world was grueling, but it was I was able to do it because I had that passion, because I had that drive. And that's just something that listening to people like you, you just are so honest and upfront about that and transparent about that. You know, people just aren't misled when they are using your products, when they're listening to your show. So that's one thing that I've always appreciated, Davis. So thank you. And Fire Nation listeners just know that your show and your voice is one that they can count on. So I just definitely want to commend you for that. Well, I appreciate that. And I think what people expect, and it's just the way that I am, I mean, it's just kind of my my personality is that, you know, I was never a big fan of those people that were like, and, I, and here comes one of my least favorite words ever, uh, so I'm going to say it, is guru, right? Yeah. There's like this guru mentality sometimes where there's these people that teach you, okay, or, or whatever they're supposed to do, let's say teach you, um, and they know everything, and they've never made a mistake, and they've, they live on some like mountain or something like that, right? <laughs> Okay. In the clouds. Well, yeah. Maybe, maybe, you know, maybe the mountain thing is, but you know, I've always been a believer of thinking, okay, that's BS and always sharing with my people, the ups, the downs, you know, the good parts, the mistakes, um, because I think that's what people want. They want you to be a real person, you know, and that's just the way I am. I mean, like the more open book you can be, um, on the internet or through your business, um, and not just putting on that air, you know, that fake, aura of perfection um, that a lot of people strive for. You know, like a lot of times what I always say in my videos, there's always like, there's always like some kind of stupid thing that happens in my videos. Like, you know, like the, <laughs> the, 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 my wife will walk across the background yeah. or like, you know, something will happen and I leave them in and they're not a marketing tactic. It's not a strategy or anything like that. It's just letting life, you know, not edit life out of the videos. No, I love that, David. And that is the mantra of Entrepreneur on Fire. That is why I created it, because I wanted to tell the entrepreneur's journey. And this is you. This is your spotlighted day. This is about your journey. So on that note, take us back to some point in your journey when you failed, when you came against an obstacle that was mammoth and you just had to struggle to overcome and share with Fire Nation how you overcame that obstacle. A, a big obstacle for me... Uh, I would say, oh, I mean, there's many, many obstacles that go all the way back, right? Like every day is an obstacle. But um, I got to tell you, the one, the, it, my obstacle was very similar to a lot of people in a similar space as myself. And here's what the obstacle was. I, I built up a very solid brand. And I'm talking about a couple of years ago here. And I actually had sponsors for my show, continue to have sponsors for my show. But all my eggs were sort of in one basket when it came to making money. Okay. 
So what do I mean by that? Well, here's how I made my, let's call it one basket. It's like a few baskets, right? Sponsorships were my number one source of revenue. Okay. Um, I also had some other things on the side, like I had a book deal. Um, I did some occasional one-on-one consulting, occasional like emceeing and stuff like that. But let's just call it like it was about 90% of revenue came from uh, sponsorships. Okay. And this was a challenging time because here's the thing. As much as sponsorships can be awesome, the growth potential of a sponsorship um, is very, very small. Right. Meaning that your show has to keep getting bigger. You have to get more and more people in. You have to get, you know, you have to keep going bigger, 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 and bigger um, to justify having sponsors. And guess what? You're going to max out at some point. You know, uh, the amount of sponsors that you get, or or whatever it might be, or you're going to dilute your content. And the thing is, you don't control anything, right? You really don't control anything. So while I love my sponsors, I've, I've seen everything over the last several years. I've seen like a sponsor wake up at the wrong side of the bed and they just want to cancel. I've seen a sponsor where your contact leaves the company or something like that. And then they're just gone. You can never get them back. So your, your, your business is very volatile. And it, sometimes it was kind of difficult for me to sleep at night because I was like thinking, oh my God, like what if one person, one of my big ones pulls out, I could be ruined, ruined, you know, <laughs> if you will. Um, and so I made, uh, and this was several years ago, a very conscious decision. And, and, and this comes from a failure from a certain respect because really it was re-examining the business model. You know, what kind of company were we? And I made a shift from being a media company, which is, you know, sponsorships and all that kind of stuff, right. to what I would call an educational company which is where we're at now, which is with digital products and services and programs and online events. Like you mentioned the Talk to the Top before, which is an online event um, where we now have direct customers. And that was a huge shift. Now, we still have sponsorships and partnerships and things like that, but now it's far more diversified. So now sponsorship income is less than 50% of what we bring in, okay, in just a couple of years. Um, and now, but, but it's increased, which is funny. So the, the total has increased, but the percentage has decreased. And now I create digital products like my course, Create Awesome Interviews, teaching people how to do interview-based shows. I do events like the Talk to the Top, teaching people how to you know monetize better online and grow their audience and other things that are coming down the pipeline. And we've really made this cool shift from, you know here's a media company all about sponsorships and ads to become a company that's really about education and helping people more. And I think that was the big shift that kind of came from a sticking point. I love that. And that's such a scalable, leverageable situation that you're getting yourself into. And it's just great to see. And the success that you're having is just awesome to witness. And on that note, let's have this be a perfect lead-in to our next topic, David, which is the aha moment. This was obviously an aha moment of sorts for you when you realized you needed to diversify. You needed to get all of your eggs out of a couple baskets and really spread yourself out and find other ways to bring in revenue. And you've done that tenfold in a lot of different areas. Can you take us back down to the ground level and just really share with us, share with Fire Nation an inside look at an aha moment you had. Take us to that day or that week and then how you turned that into success. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's a it's a kind of a series of aha moments. I mean, like I'm one of those people that, whenever something pops into my head, like the thought, like we need to change, um, I start obsessing over 
who are the people that can teach me how to do this? Like, who can I go learn from? Who has got a great blog on this or a show on this or a topic on this? And who do I resonate with, you know? And I found some people that I really liked, one of them really being Ryan Lee, who I know you've had on um, uh, on here. And, you know, Ryan was someone that I immediately resonate with in terms of personality and style and all those different things. And I'm a big believer in going to find someone um, that is helpful. You know, I mean, that someone that has that's done what you want to do or knows a lot about what you want to do. I buy stuff, you know, from them. I buy their products and services. I subscribe to their blogs. You know, I take action on it. That's the number one thing. And the aha moment itself was. I kind of have like a small circle of, you know, good friends that I've made in this space. Like, let's just call it the internet marketing or whatever space we want to call it, right? That I really like. And we occasionally grab a, you know, a virtual cup of coffee on Skype, you know? And I was hanging out with one of my friends, Zanga, uh, is what I call him. And that's his last <laughs> name. Uh, that's his last name. Okay. But uh, Zanga. Uh, and we were just kind of talking there. And I, I was just frustrated. I was just saying, you know, I'm worried about this because you know, what if someone wakes up and, you know, all this stuff I was just telling you before. And he said, well, let's take a random number. He's like, let's just say $500,000. He's like, let's say it's $500,000. Would you rather have $500,000 from two people? So meaning $250,000 from person one and, and $250,000 from person two, that'd be a sponsorship, or, or, for example. Or would you rather have, you know, whatever, $1 from 500,000 people or something like that, okay? That was his extreme example. And I realized that we had to shift. It was just like that moment where talking to him, I was like, we have to get away uh, from being a media company yeah. and we have to shift it to be an education company. And then I went and, and seeked out people like Ryan. I, the number one thing I think with aha moments in general is that it's, it's only an aha moment if you actually then do something. You know what I mean? Like I could sit there and say, oh, you know what? We should change from a media company to us to an education company and kind of shift our, our content that way and uh, oh by the way oh shiny red ball uh, I gotta go call my sponsor I gotta go you know what I mean and <laughs> right. like so it's like it's oh it's a nice thought you ever have those people that are like you know I'm gonna start a fitness program in a week okay it's a nice thought but let's just see it you know and so for me to turn an aha moment into actual action that's what I did then kind of I told the story backwards then I, I started finding people that I resonated with in that space, you know, with, with Ryan. And I, I don't remember, here's how I would, actually, I do remember, this is important, is when I, when I become obsessed with something, like I did with this, I use my show as a vehicle to learn about it. Right. Okay? Captain Obvious, right? So I would interview all these product creators and online people to learn what the heck did they do? How did they do this? Right? Um, and by learning from what, how they learned you also start to pick up not only trends and, and, and education. I'd always ask them, who are some of the people you learn from? And the, Ryan's name in that case came up so many times that I had to go check him out. You know what I mean? And so it's kind of a sneaky little thing. But when you have a, a show or a platform like this, you can use it as amazing free consulting uh, for figuring out things like that. And, and that was one of the steps that I took. Wow, that is just a great aha moment. And while you were talking about your aha moment, I got to be honest, I had one of my own and that is just phenomenal. Although we can't define it as an aha moment because I haven't taken action yet, David, but I promise you I will. You can put the ha on it when you take action. <laughs> I love it. Have you had an I've made it moment? Uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like in many cases I, I haven't yet. You know what I mean? Like meaning 
I don't really think in those those things. I mean, there's there's I, that, that's a tough one to say, like an I made it moment. I mean, um, you know, when people start recognizing you, that's kind of funny. Like it's entertaining to me. I don't know if it's a make it moment, but it's like kind of funny. Like when I'm at Starbucks or something like that, and someone's like, "Oh, you're the rise to the top guy," or whatever, you know, or something like that. Um, I think it's cool when you when you start realizing that your message is starting to get out there. Um, I think that there's been a couple moments like where I've been in random cities and people have randomly come up to me and said they watched the show and that kind of makes my day. Yeah. Um, and so I, I would put that in there, but I, I never, I always see it as a journey, you know, like I see it as, um, you know, I don't, I, I don't want to make it like I want to keep going and going and, you know, coming up with new stuff and, and, and just continuing for this to be, I'll, I'll keep doing this as long as it's exciting and helping people and, and, you know, making money. <laughs> so, so I, I see it as to keep going. Absolutely. And just to share with you a little story from my perspective, I was checking in to my hotel at the Dotcom Expo, the same hotel that you were staying at. And as I was checking in, these two people behind me started kind of whispering and they go, that's David Simon Garland. And I was just like, oh, David Simon Garland's here. So there's people that were out there recognizing you for your show, knowing that you were one of the keynote speakers at this conference. And that's pretty cool. No, oh, I appreciate that. I, I did plant those people because I knew we were doing this interview. So <laughs> I wanted I wanted to make my make sure I look good before we did it. So oh, but no, man. but I, I, I appreciate it. I mean, I think, you know, like any anyone that has puts anything out there, it's always great to hear that people are listening and watching. Because we see the numbers and you get and you get the emails and you get the comments and stuff like that. But it's always great when that kind of stuff kind of translates to the real world. It's very kind of like, you know, touching for lack of a better term. No, it really is. And I, I asked this question, David, because it is a tough question. I love the answers that it evokes from different entrepreneurs because some entrepreneurs are just like, man, John, I haven't, I've made a moment every single day. And other entrepreneurs say, John, I will never have an I've made a moment till the day that I die. And for me, it's more about the journey. It's more about making milestones, hitting these milestones, appreciating the accomplishments that you've thus far had. And it sounds like you're doing that, David. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of, of celebrating victories and then kind of moving on to the next battle. You know, like I, let me give you an example. My, my floor hockey team, my exciting floor hockey team, the Mighty Ducks, we won, uh, <laughs> we won our, our, our championship finally last session. Oh, congrats. And, you know, and we're out there, we're out there having fun and we have the trophies and we're making a big scene. People think we won the Stanley Cup or whatever, but, <laughs> um, you know, it's just a bunch of idiots with, with the floor hockey trophy. But, it's, you know, like we're out there, we had fun for a while. And then I was like, all right, who's coming back next session? We got to figure it out. We got a game in a week. Like I'm always ready to, to kind of celebrate it. Let's, let's have fun and let's move on. You know, it's a great mentality. That is a yeah. great mentality. So David, you have so many cool things going on in your business right now. We've hit on them. You're diversifying in a lot of fun in different areas. Can you just pull out one thing that's really exciting you about your business right now? So as you know, because you attended, um, we did this big online event uh, you know, uh, towards the end here of 2012 called the talk to the top. And it, for those that don't know what it was, was basically a, a virtual conference where I brought in, you know, 14 really, really high end speakers to give like no fluff presentations about building your audience, making more money online and ethical, you know, all that kind of jazz. Um, and the event was very, very successful. It was like a huge thing to pull off. It went really, really well. So, so I'm very excited about the, these possibilities of these online events. So next year, we're going to do two of them at least. Um, and, you know, I think that's been something really cool. And it takes a lot of work, but it's been very, very valuable. Um, and I think it's just another, you know, people come to me a lot and they say, hey, David, I got this content site or 
web show or something like that. And, you know, how do I monetize it, right? And there's a million questions I could ask before actually giving an answer. But I can tell you right now, um, this kind of like online event space um, is heating up, you know, and, uh, you know, the, 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 the more quality you put into the branding and the speakers and stuff like that. It's not like the old school, like telesummits and stuff like that. We're talking about really making it an event and making it special. Um, it's something that I'm very excited about because I've gotten so much amazing feedback from that. Uh, people saying, Hey, I learned this and I implemented this. And, you know, I learned this from this guy and this is how I shifted this. And, Oh, look, I changed my entire website, you know, things like that. Um, because it really, it really highlights that it's sunk in with people like this sunk in, um, that really gets me excited and, and ready to take on the big undertaking of doing more next year. I was an attendee of the first Talk to the Top, and I can't wait for the next two to come out. I will be right there. Awesome, man. You can count on it. Write it down. <laughs> so, David, we've now reached my favorite part of the show. We're about to enter the lightning round, and this is where I get to ask you a series of questions, and you come back at us, Fire Nation, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Does that sound like a plan? All right. Well, I can, I can promise you answers. You, you, guys, you guys can decide. If I, it's, want uh, I want mind-blowing. I want mind-blowing. All right. All right. All right. I'll, I'll do my best. <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Not having a long-term strategy when I first started. So I, I, I really had no idea. I started in the hockey industry when I started. And I've been an entrepreneur ever since I graduated college, since the first day. So I, I never... You know, I, I, I was always thinking, like, what am I going to be for the rest of my life as opposed to what am I going to do next? And I think that shift uh, was, was critical. Awesome. What is the best business advice that you ever received? God, I, I hate to say something cliche like follow your passion that so many different people did. Um, uh, you know what the best business advice I ever received was? It was from my attorney who told me not to be an attorney. And here's why. It has nothing to do with actually being an attorney. Uh, it has the undertones of it are more important. So I walked into his office and I was considering going to law school. I was a, I was a uh, senior in college. No idea what I was going to do with my, no idea, no clue. I said, you know, Jeff, I th I'm thinking about going to law school. And he looks at me with this kind of like gruff voice and he says, unless you love the law, <laughs> don't go to law school. <laughs> All right. And it resonated with me because basically he was saying that, like follow something that you're passionate about, not what's going to be a stable job or generate money or something like that. You know, that's what he was really saying. Um, and that always stuck with me because I remember that if that conversation would have gone differently, I'm, I'm curious what path I would have taken, you know? No, totally. You're talking to a guy that actually went to law school, but I just was not feeling it whatsoever. I did a complete semester, took all the finals, did find the finals, but I just could not bring myself to go back second semester. I just wasn't for me. Yeah, I mean, I think the hardest part for anyone that's trying to figure out like their next stage of their life or whatever they're going to do next uh, in their business or whatever is really learning to follow your instincts and not like what you think other people should tell, you know, what other people want you to do or like what what's the easy way to do or what's kind of the default. I've always been a believer of kind of going like upstream uh, with those kind of things. Absolutely. And on that note, what is something that's working for you or your business right now? Uh, something I'm very excited about, actually, he's maybe 10 feet away from me right now, If you, uh, is uh, my dad uh, is actually now working full-time for the Rise to the Top. That's awesome. And uh, he came in in September, um, and he's just dominating over there. Uh, I don't know what he's got going on. He's got some papers and some computers. I don't know what he's doing over there, but he's doing something. <laughs> papers, and, weird. But, but, but yeah, but seriously, though, it's been, uh, not only has it been like a great joy to be able to 
have that situation. You know what I mean? Uh, being able to bring him on. But, um, you know, we, we've just been having a blast and moving the company forward. So I think that's been like the definitely the biggest thing this year and biggest thing in several years for sure. Mm, congratulations with that. Do you have an Thank internet you. resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with Fire Nation? I'll take the non-easy way out here, right? Awesome. My, let me give you an easy way out, and then I'll take the non-easy way out. The easy way out is my easiest way for organizing everything. I use Dropbox, no-brainer. Okay, right. I put all my files in there, no-brainer. But I want to give it something a little more advanced. Um, so, it's something that, that, that this guy, this totally happened by accident. I have never been a big fan of YouTube, for lack of a better. I mean, I've been a fan of wasting time on YouTube. Um, <laughs> right. but I've never been a fan of actually like using it and implementing it and really doing what I should be doing on YouTube. Um, and one of the reasons was I didn't like the player on my site. Like I just didn't like it. It looked weird. It, I don't know, whatever. Um, Clay Collins, who's a friend of mine, uh, he came and, and reached out to me and he said, I've got this new video player I'm working on called lead player. Do you want to check it out? And I said, no, I'm too big. <laughs> I said, no, I said, <laughs> no. I've got, like a trip over the summer. I don't know. I'll, I'll try when we get back. Right. This thing has been a game changer. Uh, what it is is basically a plugin for your website uh, called Lead Player, um, and which we've kind of you can check it out at my website, thrivestop.com. Uh, it's all over there now. But basically, it pimps YouTube on your site. You upload a video to YouTube, okay, and then you then put it into a Lead Player plugin on your site, and it can do so many really cool things. Example: the best feature. I won't go through many of them, but the best feature they have on there is you can add calls to action and opt-in email boxes right into your videos. So wow. it's hosted on YouTube, but now it's on your site, and you can add in a call to action. You can add in, you know, click here. And here's the coolest thing. Let's say I have 50 videos. One click, I can change the call to action in all 50. Wow. So let's just say I have a webinar next week or something like that. I can change every single video with a couple clicks where they're all going to promote the webinar. So that, among many other things, it's really like just a pimped version. Um, it's called Lead Player. If you're creating online videos, you got to check it out. Man, that is such a perfect plugin for you. I can't even, wow, I can't even say just that just has your rise to the top written all over it. And I almost blew them off, but you know what? <laughs> Look what happens. <laughs> what book would you recommend to Fire Nation? A book that I really liked over the past year-ish um, and also, my dad really liked, who also read it. And I think it's important because we're completely different spaces. You know what I mean? Like, we work, you know, meaning like just kind of internet business, we're different, you know, knowledge and different things and different backgrounds. Um, was uh, Brendan Burchard's Millionaire Messenger. Yes. Um, and, and why I thought it was so good, um, with the exception of him using the word guru repeatedly. Uh, <laughs> don't like that. <laughs> repeatedly. But, yeah, repeatedly, he loves it, um, is that it really shows people the possibilities of how you can package your expertise and your how-to information and sell it and make money from it and help people. And you come, and I think that he just lays it out very simply, and it's a quick read, and I think everyone... Um, Everyone should, in Fire Nation should definitely check that out for sure. Awesome. Well, we will link all of this up in the show notes. So, David, this is the last question. It's my favorite. I think you're going to crush it. I'm pretty excited. So just take your time, digest it, then come back at us with an answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge that you currently have, 
your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I would want to get a website up um, from a business perspective. I'm assuming that I can eat and stuff like that, right? So um, I would go to like an Elance and I would quickly look for like a web developer designer that can do a WordPress site. Um, and I would spend, if I could get away with it, just enough money um, to get a site up. I'd maybe borrow someone's phone or something and take a photo of myself and use that for the top banner. Um, I would have a designer uh, design a very simple top banner. I'd have a WordPress person design a very quick site. And then I would create some simple content to put on that site, teaching something. And I would create a very simple product, like an ebook um, or something that we could sell on that site on day one so I could start getting more than the $500 that I probably just ran out of. So I would get a very simple content-based site up uh, with one product. And I'm pretty sure you could do that for $500. It would not look amazing. Um, but I think you could get that up. That, that's what I would do uh, right away. And then I would start um, you know, building connections with bloggers and other people in the space. So that, that's kind of the best answer I could do on a limited brain today, I think. Hey, I put you on the spot. I think you left something out, though. Would you start the infamous flag football team, the Hebrewsers, too? Oh, yeah. My, my, my team, the Hebrewsers, by the way, in the playoffs coming up against the Mazel Tovs. Oh. Good luck. Uh, but uh, yeah, you know, that, that'd be a no-brainer. Right? Yeah, I could just uh, spend 50 bucks on flags and go find <laughs> friends and, 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 cut and you know, give the rest of the way. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, man. I love it. David, you've given us some great actionable advice this entire interview, and we are all better for it. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, then give yourself a plug, and then we'll say goodbye. Yeah, my, my, my final piece of guidance, um, and it's a negative coming from a positive place, right? is if you really want to take that passion and you want to take that expertise and you want to just dominate with it online and you just want to, you know, you want to be helping people and making money and doing all these different things, realize that it's going to take those blood, sweat, and tears of getting in the trenches, making mistakes, figuring it out and keep going. No one that you listen to, I, like there's too many sales copy out there and people that are saying like, you just click the button and then you right away on your tricycle or something like that. It's just not, that's not the way that this works. There's going to be even more effort than probably in other industries. But the payoff, my friends, is huge once you can figure it out. Because the opportunity that you can, you know, live and work anywhere, um, you know, support your family, um, you know, do these things and actually make a difference, you know, in helping people, but also running an amazing business where you can take a break in the middle of the day to go to the baseball game if you want to, um, as you build this up. Um, I think there's no better business out there than building an online brand. And I encourage people to, if you're at whatever stage you're at with it, uh, you're just getting started, you're thinking about it, you're at the top and you want to keep going. Um, it's just, there, there's nothing more rewarding. All right. Give yourself a plug. Uh, you can check out, you know, head over to the rise to top.com and uh, highly recommend if you if you love my style and you want to hear more from me, get updates, free videos, um, interviews, tips, stuff like that. The rise to top.com slash V I P and just enter your email and you'll be on my uh, sexy no spam list. Nice. Well, I love your style, David, and I just want to thank you so much for being generous with your time, expertise, your experience. Fire Nation, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. 
Okay, Fire Nation, are you inspired enough to start your entrepreneurial journey? I've created a free step-by-step video that will walk you through the process of buying your domain, installing WordPress, and creating your first post all in under seven minutes. Visit entrepreneuronfire.com blue to find out more and take your entrepreneurial leap today. Thank you for joining us at entrepreneuronfire.com, your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite.